Hey, it's Michelle. I'm a big believer that adults don't have all the answers, and they don't have all the best questions either. That's why we're starting Telescope, a new offering from Orbital Path and PRX. We'll be hearing from public school students, and I'll be doing my best to answer what they think are the really big questions in astronomy. We're starting at MS442. It's a public school in Brooklyn, New York. We visited Mr. Anderson's eighth grade earth science class. Three, two, one. As you know, today we are going to do our space questions. So let's see who's up first with an astronomy question. My name is Sarah Cole and I am 13 years old. Well, I always wondered, since there's no gravity in space, how, how do they have the capability to turn on gravity inside of a spaceship? Sarah, your question is an interestingly complicated one. When you see the astronauts up on the space station, they're floating around as if there's no gravity at all. But that's not really true. There is gravity in space, and that's lucky for us. Gravity, for example, is what holds the Earth in its orbit around the sun. The astronauts are weightless because they're actually falling. They're in what we call free fall. So the astronauts are orbiting around the Earth in the space station. What an orbit really is, is that we give something enough motion, we give it enough speed, that as it falls through space, falling around the Earth continuously, it keeps missing the Earth. It's not that there isn't gravity up there. The space station, for example, is about 200 miles above us. If you built a single big skyscraper, you know, a huge building that actually went up to 200 miles, and you were standing up there, you wouldn't be weightless. You'd be a little farther away from the Earth and you'd weigh a little less. But in fact, the difference really wouldn't be that much. The reason they seem like there's no gravity is this falling. We launch astronauts in a rocket that gets them up to about 17,000 miles an hour. And then we just let them fall around the Earth, fall freely under the force of gravity. But at 17,000 miles an hour, as you fall towards the Earth, you keep missing it. You keep going around in a circle, and that's what an orbit really is. The reason the astronauts are floating is not that there's no gravity up there. It's that they're actually in free fall around the Earth, going so fast, they keep missing the Earth as they go. So the second part of your question was, how do we turn gravity on inside a spaceship? And the simple answer is, we can't. Uh, when astronauts are in orbit, they really are weightless. And that's really hard on the human body to be weightless for a long time. The best thing we can think of, maybe sometime in the future, is to build a space station big enough that we could start it spinning. And if you've ever been in a car that turned very quickly, you felt the force of getting sort of thrown out to the edge of that car. Well, the same thing would happen to the astronauts if we spun them fast enough. They would be thrown to the outside of the station, and it would feel like there was gravity. But that's really the best thing we have right now. There's no way to turn on artificial gravity. That's something that's still in science fiction. Thanks for the question, Sarah, and good luck in Mr. Anderson's Earth Science class. Let's see who's got our next astronomy question. I'm Carter. Um, Carter Nyan. I am 13 years old, and I'm in eighth grade. We always associate stars with something magical or um, like kind of beyond us, like something to look up to, I guess. And my question is, since it takes light so long to reach us, are all the stars that we see in the night sky already dead? If so, that's pretty depressing. It's just weird to me how we can see something that's dead and something that has meant a lot to like all different cultures. like. 
The way we keep time is through stars. We can navigate using the stars. It's kind of like using a corpse to find your way to the grocery store. Hey, Carter, that's a pretty spooky idea, using a corpse to navigate to the grocery store. But you, you sort of have the right idea. The light that we see in the sky from the stars did take a long time to get to us. Now, in fact, most of the stars you see in the sky are definitely still there. And that's because we actually can't see very far away. The farthest naked-eye star we can see in the sky is about 16,000 light-years away. Now, now, that really is pretty amazing. Light travels at 186,000 miles per second. And yet that light took 16,000 years to get to us. But remember, stars have very long lives. So something like the sun has about a 10 billion year lifetime. So even 16,000 years really isn't a lot in the lifetime of a star. I mean, some of the other stars in the sky, uh, the brightest star in the sky in the north is Sirius. And Sirius is on the order of about nine light years away. So most of the stars you see in the sky are, are only you know, a couple light years away. Some of them are as many as some thousands of light years away. But I would say that pretty much all those stars are still shining. Now, there is one that's kind of an exception. It's one of my favorite stars in the sky. It's in the constellation Orion. It's the big red star called Betelgeuse. And Betelgeuse is a little more than 640 light years away. But Betelgeuse is very close to the end of its life. Right now, it's what we call a red giant star. It's actually bloated up because it's dying. And it's probably swallowed up its entire inner solar system. It's, it's about as big as the orbit of Jupiter is around our sun. I mean, that's a huge, huge star. And we think Betelgeuse is very close to actually blowing up in a supernova explosion. Now, these things are absolutely impossible to predict. It's possible that Betelgeuse has already blown up. And we won't know that until the light from the explosion gets to us. And that will take about 640 years. So Betelgeuse also may not blow up for tens of thousands of years. I and mean, we really don't know how close it is to dying. And that's not going to be a problem for us on Earth. It's not going to be dangerous. But it will light up the night sky probably for many weeks. When you look farther out into space, then you really do see stars that are so old, they're probably not there anymore. The nearest galaxy to us is Andromeda, and Andromeda is about 2 million light-years away. Some of the very big and bright stars don't have lives more than a couple million years, so some of the stars we see in Andromeda definitely are dead today. And then going farther out, you can see galaxies that are billions of light-years, you know, maybe as far away as, you know, say, 12 billion light-years away. And in that case, yes, pretty much all of the starlight you're getting are from stars that have since died. There was a night that I was actually studying uh, the sky at Mount Palomar, and we were looking for supernova explosions, the violent deaths of massive stars. And the incredible thing to me is that in one night, and this is typical, right? This is not a special night. In one night, we detected about 12 of them, about 12 giant stars blowing up. And like you said, those stars may have had cultures, planets, 12 whole solar systems blowing up in one night. When you look far enough into space that you're seeing many distant galaxies at once, then you really do see stars dying all around you all the time. And yeah, I have to say, that, that seems a little bit spooky to me. I hope that helps you out, Mr. Anderson's class, Carter. Thank you for your question. From PRX, this is Orbital Path, a show about the cosmos and our place in it. I'm Michelle Thaller. Support for Orbital Path is provided by the Alfred P. Sloan Foundation, enhancing public understanding of science, technology, and economic performance. More at sloan.org. 
This episode of Orbital Path was produced by David Schulman. Our editor is Andrea Mustaine. Special thanks to John Barth and Genevieve Sponsler at PRX. Signing off for now, I'm Michelle Fowler, a little bit of Dead Stardust.